Welcome back, wow. guys. Maybe you should take over for Blake. No, nah, no, nah, oh, Blake I has that iconic voice. Yeah. It was a good one, but Blake, Blake. Ooh, welcome <laughs> to the real football podcast. Um, episode 14. 14. 14. 14. Um, Jesus we've yeah. had some logistical problems uh, this episode, so sadly, Blake is not available. It's a Tuesday night. It today. is a Tuesday night. It is late. Um, but, you know, we're still here to pump out the pod for you guys and do what we love to talk about footy. Um, and yeah, so it's just the three of us. You're gonna have to deal with just the three of us today. Um, but you know, too bad. Don't worry, no, no, no L takes today. <laughs> no crazy, crazy out of the blue Arsenal. <laughs> Odegaard little, is the best player in the league. I'm gonna throw Odegaard. <laughs> only a little bit of Arsenal bias on yeah, this Yeah, only now. a bit, only a bit. Um, but yeah, guys, welcome we back. You, it is nice and it is warm considering the time and date we have going on right now. Um, outside, but we are so happy to be back. We haven't given an actual weather report in so long. I feel like uh, it is yeah, the weatherman has four been degrees off. right now, but oh, it's nine p.m. on the dot. That's nice. Um, Celsius. Um, but what was I going to say? I have a question for you guys. Oh. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm joined by Julian. To, oh, for the first time to my left, I'm joined by Julian. Oh. Hello, hello. And across from, uh, diagonally from me, uh, I got Antoine. Hello, everybody. I see. I feel really lonely on this side now. Yeah. It feels weird in Blake's spot. It feels weird, but someone had to do levels today. Yeah. (laughs) If you had to describe your weekend as a football player, who would you pick? Uh, Should I go first? (laughs) I need to think about mine. You go. Okay, I'll go. um, James James Rodriguez. Very Wait, lazy. Can I take a guess? Yeah. That was what you were going to say? Yeah, yeah. Used to be really good and kind of fell off? Or? Well, yeah. Also very lazy. I had oh, a very lazy weekend. Okay. Didn't do too much. Okay. Deli Ali could have been a good shot. Usman Dembele. I like that. Yeah. I haven't thought of one, but I'm going to go... Um, I was going to... I'd say I would go... <laughs> so silly. Cristiano Ronaldo It's was pretty... Wait, that is so shit. Actually, God, that's just not true. Cristiano Ronaldo, I guess, like, you know, it was a pretty good weekend throughout. And, like, I don't know, towards the end, it kind of got a bit tiring. Yeah. (laughs) A bit floppy, I think. Just a lot of schoolwork and shit. But, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, uh, I'll say, I'll say Lionel Messi. And the only reason I'm going to give is uh, he's a sweetheart. Nice. That's nice. The goat saying. weekend, some could say. It's I'm gonna a, try and come up with a better weekend, question where I wouldn't I'm, say. I'm gonna, come up, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come up with a better question next time where I'm more prepared to answer myself. But as always, we have um, some prem fixtures and results. Um, so why don't we just hop right into it um, and start with the match that happened on Friday? Chelsea played Fulham at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea nil, Fulham nil. Um, you know, clearly showing that Chelsea, no matter how much money they spend, even if it's over six hundred million, um, they still they can buy good players, but they cannot buy wins. Um, Mudrick, what do we think about him? Uh, I mean, considering I rep the team that bought Anthony, I can't bash him too much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd still say he had a good debut. Yeah. Second time around, he, he dropped off a little bit. I we gotta give him. More it's only time it's only second game. You're right. We, we gotta um, give him more time. I do feel as though the system he's playing in, and I worry for him, does not suit him at all. Arsenal would have been a great system for him That's playing in those said. triangles. That's what I said, he would have had a field day at Arsenal. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens from here. I'm I'm not too sure about his his uh, success though. Lots of questions about systems. How long are we gonna give it until we start? Questioning Graham Potter. All right, I'm questioning him already. I've been questioning him. I think I've been questioning Chelsea t- sacking Tuchel. So yeah, Graham Potter. I don't think they should have gotten rid of Tuchel, but I think um, you don't think they should have gotten rid of Tuchel. Mm, I I, I, I totally forget how bad they actually the were. Time, the him, time was there. The time yeah, was you're there. right. Um, but I think uh, what was I gonna say? I think that it's just it's one of the things. It's a combination that they just can't sack him because it's just too soon. I mean, and sorry, too soon in the sense that, like, they only brought him in this season and, like, 
and that's like it's especially financially wise. I mean, proving Chelsea don't really have an issue with that, but like, <laughs> yeah, I was about financial to say wise, that. like it's just not. It's just so bad. Like, ugh, I don't know. I don't know what needs to change, man. I really don't. And I guess so, give the players more time to settle in, like, and j- even give the manager more time to settle yeah. in, because like yeah. he's only been here a few months, so it hasn't been. It hasn't been disastrous enough for them to cut the cord after what's just been a few months. Yeah. Let's say. Uh, Enzo Fernandez, on the other hand, pretty good debut, I'd say. Enzo Fernand- yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it's hard to say anything about it because it was a nil-nil. Like, no goals but he, were scored. He, yeah. Nothing. Hey man, I don't Bruno think we should Fernandez's judge him on goal scored. nil-nil, so I can't judge it too much. True. Well, yeah. True. I don't Enzo think Fernand- we should judge. I think, I think he could walk into almost midf- almost any midfield in the world. So I think... I think he's going to revolutionize Chelsea more than any of these signings they've made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still just baffles me how they didn't sign a striker with all that money. Yeah. Because Kai Havertz up top still just, oh my God. I can't believe that it's like Kai Havertz who's the one that's causing problems. Like, if you remember, like, not long ago, a couple of years ago, he was like the big signing that would change it all, right? For sure. Don't you remember that? They didn't, they didn't buy him as a nine. I know, that's thing. true. But they brought him in to like, change things and make their team better and I mean they got Joe Felix which definitely oh, could play the striker else. role he's more of a I think he's best suited like a second striker like right behind the striker yeah um but he'll play more on the wing but yeah I don't know I mean they got a I guess they have a Bamiang too but that might even be even worse Wild. but I mean, let's not disrespect Fulham too much yeah, I mean yeah. they're literally above Chelsea in the table yeah so they've been having a good season you know, like, obviously Chelsea are ninth. It's been disastrous. But Fulham have been doing well. Let's not overlook that. And let's be honest. Like, Chelsea, Liverpool, they're going to be higher up in the table. Eventually. In a couple, in a couple of weeks. In a you sure? Because Liverpool let's, don't look like... Let's be real, I would real, like brother. for you to be proven wrong. But I think you're going to be right about that. have to be. Surely. Surely I'm right. Surely, yeah. There's no way Chelsea and Liverpool say mid-table. That'd be crazy. Would love it. Anyways, um, Newcastle won. West Ham United won. A team actually scored against Newcastle. Yeah. Fair dues. Yeah. But Newcastle scored as well. So it was. And by the way, I don't know if you guys watched the beginning of that game. It started, I thought it was going to be a 10-0 game from the way it started. First goal was... Was it scored in like the third minute? No, no. First, Yeah, first goal was in the... I think it was in the first minute. Yeah, oh, wow. first goal was in the first minute, but the ball was outside when Almiron passed it to, uh, I think it was Callum Wilson. Mm. And no, it wasn't Callum Wilson. Sorry, my apologies. But the ball was out. It kind of looked like a Japan versus Germany type type goal. <laughs> um, and it got disallowed. And then two seconds later, right off kickoff again, Newcastle get the ball, and just. Threw ball to Callum Wilson from Sean Longstaff, and he scored scored again. I thought it was going to be a battering. Yeah, I mean, they just must have just. I mean, I I didn't watch it, but I it must they stepped off the gas, you know. I mean, you say I mean you got here written the notes. What the hell is up with West Ham? I think they're going. I think they go back to the locker room after this game, and they're so proud of themselves. No, honestly, I think I still I just think that like what they're doing this season is going. How do I say this? Under the radar of disappointment, like. I just don't hear it getting talked enough about. Whereas, like, they've you have to remember, like, this off season, off season, this, what do I say, off season, what the fuck is he calling off season? Transfer window? Like, a, no, sorry, like you can in, say an off season in, in the summer. In the summer, um, you have to remember that West Ham brought in the likes of like Lucas Paqueta and like his thirty-five million pound striker. <laughs> And that's a lot of money spent, and like it's, I don't, they're one point above relegation. I think in the summer they spent, they were the third team that spent the most money in the Premier League, that's below, crazy. below United and Chelsea. Huh. Um, and to be nineteenth in the Premier League, sorry, sixteenth, seventeenth, sixteenth, sixteenth, but a yeah. point off, relegation. Yeah, a point off relegation at this stage, definitely worrying. But I do see some progress from the West Ham we were seeing at the beginning of the season. I do some progress there, but if progress is freaking like, well, like five points from the last available 15, like, you know, that's that. I mean, mid mid to low table form still, which even that is disappointing for what West Ham want to be. I'm just confused on what like their identity is because they're still sticking with David Moyes. 
Yeah. But they they signed all these players like Paqueta and that striker who just aren't these David Moyes. Yeah, I don't players. exactly see how Lucas Paqueta fits. I, I never saw that from Dave. I thought I think he's a great player, but I don't see how he works at West Ham. I feel like it's like sort of similar to like in the way that Chelsea signed maybe say like Madrid or someone else. How they didn't buy him to fit the system; they bought him because other teams wanted. Like you have to remember, like Arsenal were pre- Arsenal and many other teams were pursuing Lucas Paqueta hard. Mm. Um, I don't know how West Ham got him, but they did, and you know they could have got Jesse Lingard for. Like a fraction. Oh, you of remember the price how good he was on, on just his the loan? wages? Oh and he works so much better in that system, and he's proved it. Yeah, under the yeah. same manager and with like many of the same players. Does this mean, guys, that we can basically guarantee that Declan Rice is leaving in the summer? Yes. Yeah, uh, and, even, yes. and if they get relegated, the team that buys them are getting a hefty, oh. hefty um. Uh, bargain. Bargain. Yeah. 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 True. Totally. And people are saying that he could break um, English record. Uh, transfer record fee. Oh yeah, I can see that. For I a really, CDM, that's crazy. I really hope he doesn't. I really hope he doesn't because Arsenal want him badly. Mm, um, but he also is likely to go to Manchester United. Who knows? Chelsea. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what the thing is with him and United now because obviously he was heavily linked until we signed Casemiro. Now mm-hmm. that we have Casemiro, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if we really need a Declan Rice now. And yeah. the thing with Chelsea, too, like, he used to be, like, it was almost, like, guaranteed that he was going to go to Chelsea, right? But yeah. then Abramovich sold the club, they brought a new manager, and now, like, all the love there is gone. It's very odd. But now the only one I'm really seeing connected to Declan Rice right now is Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, we just haven't, like, we don't spend money. It's just not Arteta Nedu's way of spending like an extremely large nine figures. Fee. On, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On um, a player like that. But I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just, like I said, it's a CDM. So it's kind of like, it's a little different in the sense that you're not expecting them to score goals and assists. You're expecting them to like control the midfield and stuff like that. And I think, you know, I think Declan Rice can do that. And well, I, you know, like I said, summertime is not right now. So who, who knows what could happen up until then. But um, yeah, I, I guess as an Arsenal fan, Fingers crossed. I'm sure Blake would say the same thing if he was hey, here. Hey, all right. Let, let's talk about Newcastle a little bit. I've been keeping a closer eye on them the last few weeks since we found out United's going to be playing them in the League Cup final. You guys, are you guys familiar with, um, was it like the pitch side pod? Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah with Theo Baker, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Their producer is a heavy Newcastle fan, and I'm seeing this guy chat way too much way too much he did a combined 11 of united and newcastle and the whole back five were newcastle players Hmm. so i've been like but they have kept more clean sheets than many days this season it's definitely justifiable but like can't tell me sven bauman is a better center back than rafael Varane or Alessandro martinez bro i'm sorry He's great. Yeah. He's great. Don't yeah. get me okay. wrong. Okay, okay. Don't get me wrong. And like I, I just w- think I think like the five combined are not you like the five combined, it's not about like the individual players, it's like all five it's the of system. them. It's the, the system, system just like works. And I think with Man United, it's more like oh Lissandra Martinez is putting in a shift. That's why nobody's scoring goals on them. So like, you know. Um yeah, is, no, do no. we know when the when is the when is the final? Any idea? Twenty Sixth of February. I'm gonna VAR that right now. Also, that was their fifth draw in a row. Yeah, they've been drawing a lot lately in the Premier League. Twenty twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. Look at me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. Twenty sixth of I'm February. Very um, very forward to that game. Some silverware. Fi- some silverware finally. Finally, after man, I hope so. Six years. Hey, if we're including the silverware that we should have <laughs> gotten, the Bangkok thing, buddy. No. no, I'm not talking about Bangkok. I'm talking about the. Aguera, the fraudulent trophies that's oh, I'm only joking, but we're gonna get onto that. We'll get onto that. That's we're funny. gonna get onto that. I can't um, wait for that. Moving on to, um, oh, but this, we get the shit this, on Liverpool. For this, better. I'll say this: <laughs> I was not so happy when Arsenal lost to Everton. Bad mood, um, but man, Liverpool, <laughs> love you guys. You guys are always there to bring my mood up a little bit. Wolves three, that's Liverpool. Crazy. Nil. That's crazy you just said that about Liverpool fans. And the, wolf, the, Lop, the Wolves of Lopetegui is a changed Wolves from any manager they've had, okay? Bruno Large didn't do it. 
was it? What was his name? Santos. Uh, Nuno Espirito Nuno Santos. Nuno Espirito Santos did not do it. <laughs> well, he did do it a little bit at the beginning. But this Wolves is a good Wolves. It's a defensively sound Wolves. Yeah. It's an attackingly prone or good Wolves. Yeah. It's I like watching them. And I really liked watching that Liverpool game because one, we love watching Liverpool downfall. Yeah. And two, Wolves are playing some good <laughs> I love the you guys know like after um whenever Liverpool lose, like what's his name? Klopp's face makes him look like uh like a tiger. Have you seen that? Someone like reposted because like the face he gives is like his jaws dropped and like his arms are crossed and he's just like in shock of like what happened. Um did you by the way, did you guys see Klopp? Blamed saying the third goal yeah, shouldn't have I was have about to say that. So uh, Wolves, Wolves posted a photo on their social media of the final score being 2-0 and the third one being crossed out. <laughs> Top class shithousery. I love it, man. Bro, Look, it's those lower, those lower table teams that just have the best admins in the world. That's true. I know. Klopp always... I'm sorry, I have to say this. Klopp always manages to find an excuse after every totally. single loss. When are we going to start blaming him? Because I've we heard Jamie Carragher, I've heard Jamie Carragher say that we should get rid of about, f- I think he said five or six Liverpool players before uh, before second Klopp. I believe that. You believe that too? Uh, I believe he should get rid of, It's a. Co- I think it's a combination of, um, of uh, manager and players. I think... I've, 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 <laughs> Klopp is the most valuable asset that Liverpool have. I think downright. I think he's still one of the best managers in the world. It's not only just that they need to get rid of like five or six players to keep like the core like fresh with Klopp. It's that they should have already two, three windows ago. And now that they kind of missed those windows to sell those players, move them on, now we're seeing the downfall of that, the downside to it. And now we're in a position where Klopp might have to go to save the situation. There's a reason that Alex Ferguson lasted over two decades at United. It's that even before a player started declining, they Fergie would see that and then kind of sell them on. Yeah. So one, they kind of like get good value for him. And two, it doesn't cause like a stress on the dressing room. Because you have any player in there and they're going to get tired eventually after seven, eight seasons straight in the same environment. So I think, one, Klopp should have overseen that. And two, Liverpool probably should have acted better and more actively in the transfer window the last few years. Yeah, that's my I take. like that. Yeah, fair, yeah. fair, fair. Very fair. But I think that's you make a good point. With I feel that. I feel bad. I feel bad blaming Klopp because I don't think he's the problem, but he might have to be the scapegoat in this terrible Liverpool situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. We're we back. shall see. He I just mean, needs to take accountability for his mistakes sometimes. Yeah. That is very true. But like when are we gonna start talking about when Klopp needs to go? Man, I don't think you guys remember, but it was a long time ago when they were on their first little stint of, of, of losses. I texted the group chat. I was like, Clop out by next Thursday. Clop out if they lose. Yeah. It was like two well, months then, ago that I said it, that. It was like after like then they went on to go and beat Bournemouth 9-0. Or maybe yeah, it was yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But yeah. like anyways, it's, it's, it is it's interesting because it's like sort of living with the fact of a legendary manager who's Bro, brought when... them so much. And it's like they're doing really bad do you right think, now. Do you think that also weighs into it? The, the name itself, Jurgen Klopp, if you sack him, first of all, you, the, the history, uh, everything he's brought for your club, but do you, do you kind of need to forget that? Or do you need to remember that and think that he can reproduce it? So what did you think about Arsene Wenger-Miles when it was coming to the end of his tenure? I think, I think it was, it was, like, it was obviously pressure from the fans and the, and the, you know, the supporters and that, but also it was like, his football, you know, you know, we can make this whole argument and debate or whatever about Arsenal always finishing fourth and Arsenal fans not happy with it. We would have loved that now, you know, knowing <laughs> those those years after he left. But um, I think it was just that what people saw with the ultimate. I, you know, I wasn't really, I didn't have an opinion back then as much as I do now. But mm-hmm. I think it was what it was is that um, football outgrew him and his style and approach to things, and also. The board was not backing him as much and stuff like that. And that's the thing. Klopp doesn't have that issue. The board is backing him. He has all these lovely, shiny signings and stuff like that. And I just, I, I don't know. I, it's, it boggles the brain. 
It does boggle the brain a little bit. I, I think if there is a situation where Klopp leaves, it's going to be not in the middle of a season. It's going to be by mutual yeah. consent, yeah. and it's going to be like some big like celebration. Yeah, like they're going yeah. to celebrate him on his way out. True, you know. Yeah, I think it was just it was like a thing. It's gonna be a thing where like they, both the team and the player, uh, the the coach, realize that it's like you know what, like, thank you for what you've done. Last season didn't work out very well. You know, we're playing Europa League or whatever, or whatever the outcome is. It's I if think they're it's lucky. Time to go, and he notices that as well, and you know. We'll see. But, like, yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> but as of right now, it's not looking very good for them. It's not looking very good. Have they? I don't all. think they've lost. I don't think they've lost a game. I don't think they've won a game, sorry. No, since so the World Cup. And their highest score in the new year has been Welt Phase <laughs> by Ongles. <laughs> wow. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> that is wild. That is your stat of the day. Another, and he's literally. A player, a center back from another team, has the most goals on the team since uh, the World Cup. Wow. <laughs> Which is two. Yes. <laughs> Cody Gakpo doesn't look... Why, yeah. He doesn't look like Cody Gakpo. Yeah. He doesn't look like Cody Gakpo. I fell in love with during the World Cup and really wanted at United and was devastated when yeah, we Yeah, I was like... Him. It's I was not getting... the Cody Gakpo that you're like, dang, I wish we signed him. Yeah. Right. I got I got Holland vibes from one of his goals at the World Cup, the one that he blasted against uh, mm, Ecuador. Yes. I got Holland, 100% Holland vibes and I was like, this guy is going to be special. Yeah. It's going to be the same thing we saw with Holland. He's going to be on a come up. And then I, when he signed for Liverpool, I was like, okay, I wanted him to sign for United more. I think he would have fit the system a little bit better. Yeah, under 10. But I was like, well. okay, let me give him a chance. Ever since that, ever since that, no goals, no assists. My initial reaction when we went to Liverpool is, damn, he's going to be so good under Klopp. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it hasn't worked, bro. I don't watch enough Liverpool games, and I, I certainly don't I'm look not going to pretend like I do. Yeah, either. well, I can't. I don't want to watch. I don't even want to look on the social media fucking Irish quagmire guy. <laughs> I can't take that guy, I swear. I saw a video on Twitter of him after Arsenal losing to Everton. You know who I'm talking about, right? It's like, oh, it's finally coming. Like, I was just like, oh, dude, I, I can't take this guy anymore. Jonathan Morley. Jonathan Morley. These what Liverpool a guy. fans just get in your fucking skin and they just don't fucking leave. Ugh, piss man. me off, man. Um, I love pissing on, uh, on Liverpool. But let's move on. Look the security action, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there's Ooh. security in the building here tonight. Hold on. What's what are they arresting? They're like we're gonna we're gonna keep you up too. to date. Hopefully, hopefully we they get them. Yeah, hopefully we're alive. <laughs> by the end of Did we lock our? Is our door locked? <laughs> <laughs> we're just having a we bit got of fun, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Brighton Bournemouth. <laughs> yep, moving on. Brighton Bournemouth. I have this game here just for the fact that um, Matoma scored again, and I love Matoma. Boys, that header was a true number nine header to win the game in the ninetieth minute. Mm-hmm. He does it from everywhere. Left foot, right foot, dribbling through the defense, headers, fucking everything. He does it so well. Freaking love Matoma, man. Yeah. Just, who, no one knew this guy at the beginning. No one knew this guy like one month before the World Cup. Bro, when you, okay, at, when Japan went out the World Cup and you were talking about, when you were sat here talking about like the Japan boss not using Matoma, you said that and I went like, okay, come on. Because <laughs> no, I didn't know. We, we I didn't it, know. I didn't. Sorry, Matoma, I'm sorry. I wasn't familiar with your game. <laughs> but, but now, oh my God, dude is insane. He can do everything, man. And again, he's just proven it against Bournemouth. I wish Blake was here to react to this. But yeah, bro, what a player. I'm really looking forward to uh, his 1v1s against Wambasaka when United plays against Brighton. Yeah. That's going to be It's going to be a good game, man. The man that um, wrote the thesis on Moving dribbling. on to... It's like an immovable object. So Everton-Arsenal. <laughs> Um, Everton won Arsenal nil. And uh, Daesh has cracked the code. Yes. I guess. <laughs> no, he has. No, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and like... Those corners, excuses, those yeah. looping corners to the back post, you guys did not know how to deal with that. Yeah. Um, I, just, I don't know what to say about it. I think it's, it was also, it was a combination of that, but also, um... Oh, and security's leaving without a man. Okay, looks like the situation's been dealt with. Um, I think he fled. Yeah, he <laughs> might have fled the scene. Like, yeah. Um, so I think uh, I, I I don't have too much to say with it. I think it's a combination of like you said, those looping crosses and whatnot. And, but I also think it was just an off day for Arsenal. Didn't want to show face. Not they don't play too well in the daytime, <laughs> I guess. But um, they don't play too well at Goodison. 
Yeah, that's okay. That is very true. We are our record wanted, at Goodison Park. Good Goodison Park has been absolutely horrendous. They haven't won in six years. Yeah, at Goodison Park. Some flashbacks of that Damari Gray winner last year. Yeah, I mentioned <laughs> it on the pod last week. Blake was not too happy, and I didn't think it would happen again, but they have lost. I think I have written down here one thing that I personally think should happen is Martinelli needs a rest. I a think rest with, of rule. Yes, that's right. He needs a rest of rule. <laughs> He needs to let um, our Mr. Former Bright- Brighton man take over for a game That's or two. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I also think he's just incomplete without Gabby Jesus, who who plays a little, who's a much better hold-up player than uh, Eddie. And, who Just, like, naturally he's a better yeah, passer yeah, no, I, and, no, I, and I, disher outer. I get that. I get that. Did you see the heat map of uh, Martinelli? It showed, like, his heat map yeah. from, like, game week 1 to 17 and then from 18 to now. And it's yeah. like such a big difference. Yeah. For 17 weeks, he was like, like dark red on the left and the center because he'd always be like interchanging with Gabby Jesus, yeah, cut into the middle. And now he's kind of just isolated there on the left. And yeah. Again, Eddie Kennedy hasn't been bad since he came into to Arsenal, but it's not just the impact he has; it's what he does for everyone around him too. Yeah. Which is why Gabby Jesus is so freaking valuable to you guys. Yeah. And need him back. Yeah. ASAP. But also Martinelli, just like he kind of, I don't know, I love him. Don't get me wrong. And he just signed a brand spanking new contract. But he, um, I don't know, man. Like some of the things he does are just, they start to become the same thing over and over and over again. Um, but yeah, you know. Um, all right. Let's go. Anyways, um, yeah, that's what we've got for that. Hopefully they can retaliate and look better. Fuck. Uh, we don't need them, whatever. Yeah. Um, moving on, Tottenham won Manchester City nil. Great game. Thank you, Tottenham. Uh, Harry Kane broke uh, the record for most goals scored by a Tottenham player of all time, breaking Jimmy Greaves' record of 266 or 267. Um, but, yeah, great showing from Tottenham. Uh, what's his name? Emerson Royale actually played well. Whew. Fair of dues. Like Danny He's Alba's been playing well there. for the last, like, five Holy. games. Yeah, fair dues, man. Um, he dropped... Drop six yeah. figures to, as an investment <laughs> to make yourself a better footballer. I mean, hey, he's getting some results back. That was yeah. so funny when that yeah, came out. I remember yeah. hearing about that. Thinking it up jokes. against Arsenal, but yeah. No, it's good to see him do more. Great for Arsenal fans. Very happy, even though the loss. Poor um, Jed Spence. But, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I have Anything to say about it, Antoine? I mean, I was, I was thinking about this. Because Pep Guardiola, we've, we've talked about this. He doesn't start his strongest lineup. We're we're all agreeing on that. He let Jock Cancelo go. Yeah. Lewis is now playing oh gosh, left back yeah. instead of him. And I know he's a great manager, okay? But to what extent is he like people are calling him the best manager of all time. I think one that's, <laughs> that's a stretch. Ludicrous. That's a stretch because look at the teams he's managed. Messi, Lewa, and now this incredible mm-hmm. city with a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Is he really do you think he could do it with like a Leeds per se? With like a Crystal Palace? I think he could. He could definitely do it. I would like it. to see that. I would like to see but, that. But, like, say, could he bring the disaster class that was United last year to, like, a top four finish? I don't think so. Mm. Like, I don't... I think he's a spectacular manager, man. The thing with Pep is he overthinks too much. That's 100% And correct. because he's such, like, he's so... Probably the best tactician we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like... He kind of becomes a madman sometimes. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? What he expects from his players. You have to come here. You have to yeah, send them to the pockets yeah. and you have to close the pockets and you have to. Yeah, with the hand movements. <laughs> you have as family well. issues. Yeah. We don't have family issues here. You have to close the pockets and you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know that. Like, he's. Uh, but yeah, a rough, a rough week for City. But going back to this game, oh, um, rough week for City. And, and they never, they have not scored a goal. In 85 shots at Tottenham's new stadium. And Holland did not have one, one touch in Manchester City's box. That's crazy. Wow. Their best chances were like Riyad Mahrez at the crossbar or something. Yeah. I thought they, they were going into halftime at 1-0. I was like, okay, you're going to come out and it's going to be a repeat of the Man City Tottenham yeah. game a few weeks ago where they just came out in the second half and just ran freaking riot on Tottenham. But that didn't happen. Mm-mm. That didn't happen. And I'm not going to lie. If I'm an Arsenal fan watching that game, I'm getting very excited. Yeah. I'm getting very yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm and not then, saying anything. And I'm then just the excited. news that broke the next day, I'm getting even more excited. Yeah. Um, quick mention, just a quick shout out. Uh, 
shout out. A, sounds like a positive thing. Quick note: um, Knotts, Knotts, Nottingham Forest played Leeds. Um, Nottingham Forest won one nil. Looking very good recently. Looking very good. Extremely recently. good. Um, sadly, though, since the restart, by the way. That's really that's awesome. Home, I think. Um, <laughs> but uh, because of that, sadly. One, they brought in a new American, so they had to let one go. Jesse Marsh, <laughs> their manager, has left. I'm a bit sad about it. I love, I really like, I mean, I know they weren't playing very good football, but like when they scored some of the goals to for winners and like to make a winner or whatever, the way he celebrated in passion, he seems like a good dude. I've listened to a, a I've listened to a, what's it called, an interview with him recently um, before he got sacked, obviously, during the World Cup, I think, and he just sounds like a decent dude, like a good guy. I have, uh, I have a little thing to say about Leeds. One, Miles, to make you feel a little bit better about um, Leeds, there is still technically an American at the managerial draw job. It's Chris Armas, who won, won, used to manage TFC. Hey. Oh, wow. I didn't know. When that. we were crap. <laughs> I mean, we still are. So, okay. We won't yeah, I don't know. Just like two years ago when we were like dog shit. And two... He was one of Ralph Ragnar's assistants last year at United. Hey. And Leeds United's next two games, Man United, home and away. Yeah, nice. big derby day. Poor them. So <laughs> um, I don't know if I should feel confident that they just sat their manager. They have like yeah. an assistant at the helm. They're not going to have that new well, manager bounce. That new, no, they will. But also, well, with the it's, it's kind of like the same like yeah, guy. Okay, you know what I mean? okay, okay. Or is it going to be just like a Chris Armas remontada and he just comes back to Old Trafford and he's like, Fuck you guys for letting me go. <laughs> yeah. And he just gets, you know what, guys? Go have your fun. Go kill them. And they just fucking run right on us. Without Casemiro, by the way. Yeah. Um, for both games. What's it called? By the time they've played Man United twice, there's a very likely chance they could be in the relegation zone. They're sitting just above it. Oh, just true. above the relegation zone. True. Could drop down. Well, let's move on to United. Yeah. Let's move on to United. United what was two, Crystal Palace one. Um, I can't believe I totally forgot to write down. Anyways, do you want to? Why don't you take it away? You know what? What what should have been a total routine two nil easy win for United turned into the most stressed I've been watching this team since I think the City game. All I'm saying is that that was a Jordan Ayew masterclass to send Casemiro off. I mean, he's got to be a manager with insane tactics in the future because that bread up just. And you see sent Casemiro off. Too? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. And Bro, then scored a goal behind that. It was Jeffrey Schlupp that scored the goal. Oh, it was Schlupp? Okay, then Schlupp. Sorry, not Schlupp Jordan Ayew. Masterclass from Jordan. Jordan Ayew. Oh, my God. Fuck, I got to get onto these freaking refs, man, because every week these refs have... Give me a new reason to freaking shit on them. These... It was a perfectly fine situation. Jeffrey Schlupp hammers Anthony into an advertising board down a little hill by the Old Trafford dugout, and then a riot starts because of that. No punishment for Jeffrey Schlupp besides, like, a yellow or something. Whatever. Then, like, whatever, a little something happens. Casemiro then grabs Will Hughes, and for a second... He doesn't just grab him, brother. No, 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 no. He grabbed... How many of you guys watched this game live? Me. Uh, you watched it live? No, but I saw many, many, many videos of it, of it after. <sighs> If you see the one picture and he's got him by the neck, does it, it looks not, does it not tell the full story? No, it doesn't tell the full story. Okay. Because immediately after he takes his hands off him and he like gestures to him to calm down. He's trying to diffuse the tension of the situation. No, he was yeah, on but some, you know the look, way look, the look, way to diffuse look. the tension is not by grabbing someone's neck. Bro, he was on some that. freaky shit, I'm telling you. You know, this is Casemiro's first ever red card in his career, which shocked me. That's crazy. But actually. in the official Was it actually? Yeah. No way. His first ever red card in his whole career. I know, because he gets so many stupid yellows for United, but he's never gotten a red card no his way. entire career. Never. That's Damn. wild. You guys are gonna miss, he, he missed out the United game. Or, sorry, Arsenal game, and now he's missing out three more. Yeah. So He's back in March, I think. Or even, yeah, he's back mid-March. He's back yeah, I know, for, I'm just saying, but still, you're missing out He's on back him. just in time for the first leg against Barcelona. Yeah. And then for the League Cup final against Newcastle. <laughs> Who would have thought, man? Man United, Barcelona. Nah, it's Europa fine. League. Hey, you know what? We just want to give him a rest. You know, we're playing Leeds twice. No, I know. And it's then just, we're playing... It's funny. God, who are we playing after? I think we're playing... No, I think you're playing Bournemouth. But it's Bournemouth. I think it's... Might be Bournemouth. Yeah. It's like Bournemouth or Leicester we have after that. But like, what very winnable games that we don't need Casemiro for. Anyways, I thought it was a stupid yellow card because the official rules say that if you put your hands around someone's neck, it's a red card unless the the action is like negligible. 
Right. And I thought in that situation it was negligible. Just some dickhead in the VAR room said, oh, I saw her. I saw him with his hand around his neck, <laughs> and, and Red, you gotta send him off. Like, oh my god! Meanwhile, Jordan Ayu comes at Fred and just hammers his hand into his neck, and that doesn't get called. Yeah, I thought it was stupid, and that could cost us points in the Premier League. And like, we're in an outside title race. I'm not saying like this is gonna cost. No, you guys anything. are in a title race. Very. Just watch, watch, watch. City City race. gets points relegated from them, and suddenly you're in a title race. So, bro, we're eight points behind Arsenal, and they have a game. They were eight points ahead outside title race. They were eight points ahead a week ago from Man City. I they mean, still are, correct? Yeah, yeah. that sounds about. They're right. five points ahead right now with a game in hand. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So moving on. Yeah. Just to also quick news uh, that was recently announced as of like literally a few hours ago, right before recording, um, a Qatari investment team has come forward offering to buy Man United. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I just I saw, quickly I wanted to this. put that out there. It could be a massive bid. It could go through. I don't know. I don't. I hate seeing the Premier League go there, but good for Man United yeah, get fans. It, get it done, boys. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Moving on. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just Anyways. Joking. <laughs> blood money. Moving on. Um... Hey, moving on. Anyways, um, speaking of us laughing about that, <laughs> you guys don't know where you're laughing. Um, yeah, City um, have recently, there's recently been, is it, you call it allegations? I don't even no, know. They've been charged straight up. So, just, City, so City have been There's been an charged. investigation brought upon them. Not even. No, it's that an eight-year investigation from the Premier League has concluded. Oh, or is like is like good enough for them to like then press charges? Yes, on City for that... over one hundred counts of like financial fair play breaking laws of some. That's sort. insane. One hundred, bro. It's so deep. Like it, it's much deeper than we're actually talking about. Like, Centurions, we don't... bro. Yeah, <laughs> Centurions. And the word on the street is it's. Uh, it's going to take a while for the out for the they're in court now choosing what the punishment should be could be very minor knowing the Premier League it probably will be but it also could go up to them being relegated or I thought I could be wrong but them just being um, dissolved altogether that's a very long shot I doubt it I was yeah. I was yeah. I was talking to my friends about this everyone thinks like oh they're gonna get 30 point deduction yeah. 50 point nothing's gonna happen to them let's be I honest. know that's I what think. I'm saying nothing it's a, will it's happen to them one of those things so, it's like Ivan Tony yeah, like, like, oh my Tony. god he you know betting betting 200 and whatever times in the FA and you're obviously not allowed to do that what has happened to him nothing exactly nothing so we'll I think see. at first I was I, I thought that thing was gonna be like it's gonna be like a fine to city and like they're gonna be nothing now I'm thinking I think it's going to be more than a fine. I think it's going to be at least points deducted. You think? You know what I it, think it's going to be some kind of like sporting punishment. Well, points deducted does nothing, bro. Like they they weren't they're not going to win the league anyway, let's be honest. Yeah, it's not like there's the money's still going to be flowing, right? I hope that it's points deducted for like a brand new season. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Every they start off on minus 15 they start off minus 15 points hell yeah I hell mean yeah. dude they would still fucking find it's a way and for five weeks we can just make fun of them for being bottom of the league you know? yeah, and then yeah still that'd win. be good, good times I think good times the big key here that I've been reading is that unlike the UEFA case which City wiggled their way out of the other year oh my god oh just to they, give a little context to that they were charged by UEFA for another I guess more financial fair play right and they got what happened? Nothing, right? Uh, they appealed it to the court of arbitration, arbitration, and um, that basically got. Yeah. Also, out. Chelsea had the same thing a couple of years ago as well, but like you know. But the key difference now, this time, I don't even know the reason, but I saw somewhere that they can't appeal this case to the court of arbitration and law, which was what got them out of the UEFA one. Mm. So. I think the only people that they got to debate with and figure this out over with is the Premier League. Yeah. And so hopefully the Premier League And the League Premier League a... is the one accusing them yeah. of making like all these things. So I got to say one thing. It's not looking good breath. <laughs> I think the one thing saving City now, I gave it this, this is a big brain thought. I think they've proved to the Premier League now with the whole Super League thing. That city, that the Premier League needs City more than City needs the Premier League. Yeah, oh, I agree with don't that. Don't even get me going. I agree. So with that. I yeah, think they're gonna. Take it. So I think maybe not in court, on record, 
But I think there's gonna be a conversation that goes down where some city official is like, hey, if you give us a point deduction or like do if you do these sporting things, whatever, whatever, we're fucked off to the Super League. And like we're not coming back. And like and we're gonna bring Oh my we're gonna bring our uh Qatari friends from United. We're going to bring our Saudi neighbors from Newcastle. We're going to sweet talk the Americans. And oh, yeah. You know, oh and then Premier League, you got nobody. So thank you. We'll take the 500K fine. Thank you very much. Oh, God. So that's what I'm scared is going to happen. That's what I mean. So that's what I mean. But, but it's going to take a while. For, it's going to take a long time. But like, time. let's like. <sighs> that's what I mean by nothing's going to happen to them. There, anything that happens to them, if it's point deductions, if it's fine, it's still city. They still have money. They'll still bounce back. You can't do anything about it, really. This is this is the thing with City. Like, any City fan listening, your 2012 Aguero moment, your 2014 title, your Centurion season. Last season, too, against Liverpool. Basically, every every success that you've had since 2009 when you got taken over is factually fraudulent. Asterix. Factually. You, like, you, you didn't play by the rules... Like everyone else should have. But what sucks is that the history books aren't gonna isn't gonna say that. When we when our when our kids look back at who won the Premier League in 2014, there isn't gonna be an asterisk next to City's name. Yeah. Unless it's gonna be gone. Unless like you know the Premier League like does something about it, which I don't see them doing. Uh, they won't strip them. They're of not the gonna title. strip them of their titles. No. That's what if happen. boys? What if? It was Mikel Arteta that leaked, <laughs> leaked. Hey, he's a fraud too. Then, all right. <laughs> that leaked City's he, business oh, numbers, hey, financial know, numbers, to, to win to the Premier League behind that financial stuff. Right? I know, I know. He just, he just. Hey, the he's a, uh, he's a co-conspirator. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Hey yo, take points away from Arsenal you know, maybe too. That's why, maybe that's why. he's <laughs> like, the United he's like, that. Maybe that's what's happening. Is it's like it's like it's like he comes in. He he, he comes talks to Pep. He's like, Pep. I have some news. <laughs> he's like, Bip. he's like, he's like, I can't do the Spanish accent, so I won't. But he's like, I have dirt against Man City. I have fucking dirt. I have fucking dirt. <laughs> and I have fucking dirt. And, <laughs> yeah, I have, I have the fucking dirt. And you know, and and I'm not gonna. He's like, I'm not gonna bring it on to you guys unless. Or he's like, you're gonna let us win the league this year, run away with it, and if you guys get within five points or closer, I will, I will, I will leak it to them. <laughs> It's crazy. Just they get it. within eight, and then City's lineup is like Rico Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is <laughs> doing everything he can to stay in second, within five points, and f- just a bit further than that. That's wild. Um, but you know what? Allegedly, we'll allegedly, these yeah. are all, all allegations. Are, this it is all will a joke. take an extremely long time, and there may not be a decision until this summer. Yeah, when? No, no. Yeah. This is this is the thing. Like, I was watching. Like, like this might not get solved for another like two or three years. We might actually not get the punishment for City. Oh my god! Until like, until they've won three Champions League. For real? Yeah. For real? Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, man, that's just wild. So I hope, I hope that fans in two months, three months, if City does win the title or the Champions League or whatever it might have, I hope we don't forget that this is the fashion they're winning their titles off of. Yeah. All right. Just keep so, that in the back of your minds, please. All right. When yep. City steamrolls to the freaking League Cup next season again, <laughs> I want the first reply <laughs> under all their freaking tweets to be, you fucking frauds. Yeah. But, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah. It's crazy to me to think that uh, Steven Jarrett is finally a Premier League winner. <laughs> Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer is a Premier League winner. That's wild. Harry Maguire, the smart fridge, is a Premier, a Premier League, League, League winner. That's crazy, though. That's like, wild. To think Solskjaer about brought that team to second. Wait, and they were still calling him a shit manager. Second. And well well ahead third, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. When was this? Mm-hmm. 2021. It was, uh, it was a season with no fans. Huh. It was one, like, we didn't lose away from home. Like, hmm. Yeah, I know. Big ups. Um, big as Holly. Freak. Moving on to a bit of a more serious topic that 
just needs to be said yeah. or just needs to be quickly. We debated about this amongst us if it should be talked about or not, and just thought that oh, uh, just this, for the awareness of it. Just would city's punishments make this guy a Premier League champion? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Yo, city, you can keep those actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, but uh, um, anyway, right, that's my last joke. No worries, it's okay. We're serious, but we just now. thought we would quickly touch on it right before we ended. A bit of a shorter pod today because we're a man short, but um, Mason Greenwood. His charges have been cleared as of last week. Um, for those, well, I don't. And how did that? I'm going to struggle to talk about this, but for those who don't know, Mason Greenwood is a was an up and coming footballer star for Manchester United who was found guilty with clear evidence of him, you know, sexually assaulting, I guess, raping his girlfriend on and it's caught on video. Uh, Vo- what is it like recording or whatever it's pictures too yep. yeah um and you know just really not great stuff whatsoever he'd been banned from the team for over for a while now and then now is all of a sudden when the even though the evidence is clear there it gets cleared so um meaning that he's able to play football again and you know all of us especially every norm every fan with a in the right mind with a right mind is um Fearing, I guess the worst, just hoping he doesn't come back, and do- he hoping he does not play football again. But you know, right now this is what we're in the middle of. We don't know what could happen. What does charges cleared means? Like, did they just dismiss it so because the, is... the, the the proof was very? Yeah, this is what it looked the... like it was. It, it was hundred percent him. This is what the... looked guilty. The crown, what's it? The, the crown prince? What, what, what is it? What's it called? The royal the crown, I think. The royal, crown whatever. Royal. Magistry, something. Basically, like the the court, the highest. The prosecutors. The highest, yeah, the yeah. prosecutors. The prosecutors. They said that one, a key witness in the trial pulled out, which likely, we don't know this for sure, but that is probably the victim in this scenario. Yeah. It's likely her that for whatever reason, we don't know the reason, want, did, like, didn't want to. That is it. weird. That sounds like some some well, blackmail. Kind of sounds. Yeah. That does sound like some blackmail. Or like some briars or something. And two, they said that there was new evidence brought that kind of made them more hesitant about it, which is what kind of like made me confused. Does hesitancy bit. just is enough to write off a whole case, though? Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely questions to be asked about it. It, it I think. The thing is, is it's tough for us. Is fans can't do anything about it because it's the most powerful people at the top that you know have hold all these decisions. And um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I heard I saw that he added Manchester United and Nike back into his bio on Instagram. Did he actually? I think they were there before. No, because for an was... over a year, his Instagram was untouched. Yeah, I don't know, man. I but just... he like this is. I'm going to say what I think, and I don't want anyone listening to think that I think Mason Greenwood should come back to Man United because I, I'm torn on the whole thing, but I think overall I, I don't see a way back for him. Um, like, I don't even want to give a yes or no to that question because I feel like irresponsible answering that, you know? This, the bottom line is it shouldn't be a question of how good of a player is Mason Greenwood? Or, like, how would Mason Greenwood coming back to Man United affect their side? Or would Greenwood coming back means we don't have to buy a striker in the summer? Bin that off, like, completely. Like, sh- just shut up. This isn't this isn't a question about football. It's a question about people and morals. Yeah. and Crime. Crime. All of that stuff. Something that we're probably way too underqualified to <laughs> have a conversation about. Um... I believe in second chances, rehabilitation, but I also believe there's a limit to it. And I think that Mason Greenwood, if there is a way back for him in football in general, then he's going to have to do some kind of PR wizardry. And even if he does... He's going to be playing at Al Nasser next season with Ronaldo. Yeah, no, honestly, I don't think he deserves to play at a top-level club It's anymore. the same thing with Ben Mendy because his charges were dropped too. He was found not, not He was guilty. actually found not guilty. Yeah, so that's even better same, in his case. It's but the same still. thing. It's too risky and it doesn't look good for the club first. And second, the fans would just bash him no matter what, found guilty or not. Imagine, imagine United going to St. James's Park and Mason Greenwood comes on as a sub. 
or every single time every single he touches the ball. Time. Yeah, not it's good. Like, even just, I don't want to feel bad for him in the scenario, but like, I wouldn't want that for him. I don't see how any human being can cope with that. You know? Yeah. I like. The sad thing, thing is, at Man United, let me tell you what United are thinking right now. They're doing their board meetings right now, and the conversation is this. They're not. They're basically asking themselves, what's going to lose them the most money? Bringing him back? Yeah. Or leaving him out? Right. Because cause now, now that he... Now that the charges were dropped, he has legal ground. If Manny Knight terminate his contract, he has legal ground to then sue them. Yeah. But, and also if like, you know, there's like the indirect stuff. If he, if he doesn't come back, we have to spend, let's say 50 to hundred million on a new striker in the summer. What have you. That sounds ridiculous, but they're thinking about that. The financial losses might be even more if we keep him around because mm-hmm. think of all the sponsors that yeah I agree with that. what sponsors are going to want to be connected to man united if mason greenwood is still on the team that's the thing it's yeah, too risky right. and again i hate to bring the conversation to this footballing side but i bet you that's the way that man united is thinking about this my prediction is that they're going to keep him out for the rest of the season they're going to loan him to like some lower league team or some foreign team next year mm-hmm. they're gonna see what the reception is and if it's if it's brutal like it's brutal now they're going to move him on agreed and i can't even believe i'm saying this but if if people forget like they shouldn't do if people forget about this let them get away with it they're going to bring him back so everybody just in the next few months even years just don't forget about what you saw a year ago that's all I have to say. Agreed. Thank you. And on that note? And on that note, we out! No, <laughs> no, no, you're good. Guys, thank you for listening to the three of us today. Talk. I know we're leaving it off on a bit more serious note. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see you next week. We out! See, see you, everybody. Yes. See you.